On this episode, Dude asks Brett about his trip to Iceland as we drink through some Japanese whiskey. Find out what it was and what we thought on this episode of The Bourbon Hunters. But before we get started, do you want to support our podcast? Do you like bourbon gear? Visit our website at www.bourbonhunters.com to buy some of our custom bourbon gear and to help support the podcast. Thank you for taking time out of your day to join us on our hunt for great bourbon. Reward yourself and sit back, grab a pour, kick up your feet, and enjoy. Welcome to another episode of the Bourbon Hunters. I'm Duke Poole. I'm joined by Brad Ryan. And today we're going to take a little bit of a break from our bourbon slash rye type of uh, deals. And we're going to go with some Japanese whiskey today. So um, I'll let you kind of introduce it, where you found it and everything else. Brett's bringing this one on the show today. Yeah, so um, I just got back from a trip. I just got back from Iceland. So that was kind of a, a bucket list trip for me. I'd always wanted to go there. And there's no time like the present, right? So yeah. Um, booked a trip. We actually booked it back in like March, believe it or not. If you remember, we were at the Arnold right, that when was, that was going you, on. You booked that trip for my birthday present. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I um, but yeah, so we booked that trip and just took it. Um, was a great time. Um, Iceland was kind of a different world, if I'm being honest. It almost felt like I was on another planet. Like in what way? What do you mean? Um, it's just so different than everything here in the States or any other country that I've traveled in. And so Reykjavik is like the main town. It's the capital. And it's, it's a very typical city. It feels like a very European city. Um, but there's, if you get on a map and you look up either Ring Road or Route 1, there's a road that traverses basically the entire island, right? It's probably why it's called Ring Road. Right, yeah. It's, but it's not a perfect circle. It doesn't say perfect circle. Yeah, road. it's just Ring Road. Um, <laughs> and so that's what, what I did is traveled the entire road or the entire island basically um, I was there for seven days and slept in a van. Down by the river? Down by the river, yeah. In a van, <laughs> down by the river. Um, it's funny, if you look back at that now, it's like there's like a meme about it that it was like you have to make, it's like you have to have like six figures now to live in a van down by the river. You can't just like, because that's the popular thing that's, now, that's right? Yeah. Is vamping, as, as they call yeah, it, right? right? Yeah. So I did vamping, um, which was a lot of fun. Again, was in there about seven days. Um, something I didn't know initially is you can't just camp anywhere. Right. So you have to be in like designated camping spots, which makes it nice because the van didn't have a bathroom. So, you know, um, there's bathrooms at these camp, these, you know, campsites, shelters, whatever you want to call them. Most of them have showers. Some of them are a little nicer than others. You know, we stayed in a really nice one that was in a national park and it was, it was really, really nice. I like that was probably my favorite one. Um, it was different in the sense of it's so remote. You could drive maybe two or three hours and not even see a gas station. Really? It is that remote. Do you and get I, a little nervous as you're driving? Oh, there? yeah. I would fill up my, what's diesel. So everything over there is diesel, which is, I like diesel. I think it's cool. Um, but anytime I had the opportunity, I would fill up because I'm like, fuck, I don't know when yeah, I'll, I'll see, another, see another, one, yeah. another fuel station. And and fuel stations over there are, they're almost like restaurants too. Why did you air quote fuel station? Uh, because it's like, it's not gas, it's fuel. Yeah, but you're actually getting fuel at yeah. a station, so yeah. you don't need to air quote it. Yeah. It is a fuel station. It's a fuel station. <laughs> well, so But they're like a one-stop shop, too. I don't think too. you understand how, how air quotes work. Because, well, so there's more to them also, though. Because, like, 
a lot of people have eat dinner and have food in these. So, it's very so common. So they're like a uh, bussies. Kind of, yeah. It's like that, or like a um, <laughs> what do they say? I know it's Bucky's, but they, there's a TikTok thinking? thing. They say bussies <laughs> to make bussies. Like, oh yeah, yeah. But it's actually Bucky's. What the hell am I thinking of that we have here that are new? Oh, uh, sheets. Sheets. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's a lot like a sheets, as well, and like they're known for hot dogs, and hot dogs are super popular. It's like a very common cuisine. I got to take a drink here. You can edit that out later. Yeah, had a little dry I'll tickle. Leave it in. Um, but like, so hot dogs are a very common like cuisine in Iceland. But their hot dogs are different than ours because they're made with lamb. Almost everything over there is lamb, and so no matter where you're driving, there are lamb and sheep just fucking everywhere. Not just, literally, but no. there are lamb and are sheep. Are they like the United States? Are they still lips and assholes? I th- I mean, they were good. I think it's. I don't think it's all like leftover lips and assholes meat. I think there's like decent. You know what I mean? I don't think it's all yeah, leftovers. Yeah. yeah. Do you know uh, what do you know what movie that's from? No, but I've always heard that my whole life. The hot dogs are lips and assholes. Yeah. And so uh, the great outdoors, Dan Aykroyd. Oh yeah, I've they're sitting out on the on the patio, and he's like, you know, those are just all lips and assholes. I've seen that movie so many times. Yeah. The bald headed bear. Right. Uh, One of my favorite parts of that movie is that early in the movie, Dan Aykroyd's wife is talking to John Candy's wife and they're talking about being lonely because he's all the, he's at work all the time and that she uses anything she can find to basically get off. So she says, Oh, a good spin cycle on a, on a washing machine, just lean right up against it. So later on in the movie, <laughs> they're having a huge argument and, uh, the, the whim, the wives get into it. And so John Candy's wife yells at Dan Aykroyd's wife and get, says, go find yourself a spin cycle. And John Candy parrots it, goes, yeah, go find yourself a spin cycle. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> like turns to his wife. What the hell does that mean? I love that scene. In the I movie. need to rewatch that movie. Oh, it has so been good. a long, long time since I've seen that. So if you ever go watch it again, there's mm-hmm. a, there's a, it's a kind of a mess up in the movie. Um, you know when he goes and eats the old 96er? Oh, yeah, that giant steak. And then they all come back into the house. It just happens to be the night that they stored the trash in the house, and the raccoons found their way in the house and tore it all out all, mm-hmm. over, the, all over the kitchen. So he comes back in the house, and he, you know, they all go in, and then they all run out because he's, you know, it's basically uh, uh, puke or whatever. Yeah. He's getting, ready, he's getting ready to puke. But if you look, because it was always on a regular television, you never saw it growing up. But then now that with oh, the widescreen wide format, yeah. they're not off the frame. They're all sitting there, and you can see Dan Aykroyd looking back at the group, counting one, two, three, oh, and then they all funny. run back in. And um, so that's a little – it's kind of like the stormtrooper hitting his head on the yeah, door you yeah, know, yeah. type of thing. Not supposed to be there, but if you're not really looking for it, you don't see it. That's funny. But next time you watch it, pay attention to yeah. that scene. It's I used funny. to love finding little things like that in oh, movies, yeah, like too. little mess-up things for whatever reason. Um, that one I just – it was uh, – I remember that was one of my first DVDs that I bought that were – that was back in the thing – back in the time in like 97, 98 when – Not Laserdisc, right? It was a no, DVD? DVDs. Okay. And movies – so it was kind of messed up. So movies came two different ways. On D, so there were two different versions of the DVD sometimes. Oh, yeah. And so it was anamorphic widescreen yeah. or letterbox widescreen. So anamorphic widescreen would be if you played it on a widescreen TV, it would play properly. It would fill the entire screen. But if but letterbox um, DVDs would only look proper on a regular four by three television, 
And if you put it on a widescreen, it would be a letterbox with letterbox down the sides too. Yeah. So it's, it would be a four by three frame instead of actually being dynamically framed to fit a widescreen and a four by three TV. I remember seeing those now that you yeah. say that. That's funny. So I remember back in the day, like that was a movie that came out on anamorphic widescreen and I loved that movie, grew up on it and everything. So I bought it and I remember the first time I watched it, I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh my God, because I'd always seen it on like regular television on HBO's, you know, mm -hmm. I never saw it in the theater. So I Same, never, yeah. yeah. So like I, I'd always seen it on TV, um, on a regular four by three TV, like on HBO and Cinemax and stuff growing up. And I never saw that. The first time I watched it, I saw that. I'm like, oh my gosh. So I rewound yeah. it and show, like, I would show all my friends. And, and I mean, I get, I don't know if they all got a kick out of it like I did, but I love shit like that. Oh, I do too. So. Like there's one, uh, like the American Pie one where like they're in the, the bedroom and whatever. He drinks the cup of like the jizz and whatnot. But the oh, cup yeah. switch. It's like a red cup, then a blue cup. Yeah. And then he goes back to like a red cup. Right. So little dumb stuff. I think that's funny. Yeah. Um, Continuity mistakes. Yes. But Iceland was great overall. Um, it is super windy. I did not realize how windy it would be while I was there. Really? Um, is that normal or just this type of year? Or time I of think year it's or pretty normal to be that windy. So there were even little labels on the window stickers of the van saying like, hold on to the door at all times. Uh, when you uh, open it and stuff like yes. that. Yeah. And then the lady that uh, rented the van or whatever, the company, she had actually said that like once a season, someone basically like loses a door, like the wind just like rips it off. Rips the, yeah. Really? And so she, it's that? Yeah. That good. It was it was like near hurricane wind and I'm not exaggerating to really? the point where I was like getting pretty pissed off because all of my food, I had to like pretty much cook, right? I was living in a van yeah. minus once or twice. We went to a restaurant, but I had done a lot of freeze dried meals where you boil the water and put it in and everything. And, um, I, I couldn't get the fire to stay lit with propane because it was that windy. Wow. So I had to bring it inside the van, but then open the van door so I don't get carbon monoxide poisoning <laughs> and do it that way. That's crazy. Um, so that, that was just a little irritating, that part. I didn't get to see the Northern Lights, so that was really disappointing. You never got to see them, huh? No, it was super cloudy every single night. That sucks. Um, to the point where you couldn't even see stars. Like, I would have been happy to sing, like, the Milky Way or the stars. Yeah. Because I've never, again, been that there's far north. There's not a north. lot of light pollution. There's right? no light pollution. I mean, there's no street lights. absolutely nothing. It was super cool, too. Um, I loved Game of Thrones. I don't know if you watched Game of Thrones or not. I, I watched the first season and a half. But a lot of it was filmed in Iceland. Yeah. And so there's a lot of the landmarks that you're like, oh, this is where Jon Snow and, you know, well, I forget her name right now, but like they, they, um, they had their courtship, right? Where they had, you know, solidify their marriage and saw all of those, those different cool things. Um, That's neat. Got to see a, an iceberg, like a glacier. I think that was really cool. Yeah. Um, there was a place where you can swim between tectonic plates which is really neat. It's like the North American and Eurasia tectonic plates. Oh, wow. And you can literally like snorkel between them. So do you see them? Yeah. You can like touch, you touch each one of them. No, they, really? they have you take a picture where you touch each one of really? them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's really, really cool. So they cool. come that high up into the water. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, it just looks like, like rocky ledges. Now, were there any, uh, earthquakes or anything while you were there? So they said, I asked about that cause I was kind of freaked out. Like what the hell if, because I, I was thinking like the movie Dante's Peak. I don't know if you've ever seen yeah, that. Yeah, where they're in like the hot spring and yeah. like whatever and it, psh, they get boiled. Um, she said back in like 2008, I think. Because she was like, and it must have happened in the middle of the night. Um, she was saying like there was no crack. And then the next day there was like a three foot crack. Um, where like the water had like separated and there was an earthquake. Yeah. But outside of that, they've never had anything. And it was all fine. No one ever got hurt huh. with that. Now, isn't there, isn't that... Also, where the plates 
like there's a like a trench that goes through the country too. Isn't that Iceland? Yeah, that might be what you're thinking of too. Is it's technically like a trench yeah. that's filled with water where those two tectonic oh, plates are. Oh, is it always are. filled with water? Yeah, it's always filled with water. Oh, is that where you were? Mm-hmm. And that's oh, where I snorkeled okay. that. Yeah, I was thinking it was so. Is it water all the way through, or is it? Are there places where it's dry? Because I thought there were places where it was dry. There's places where it's dry, but it's, you couldn't like touch the two plates. You can just see like further apart. Yeah, and they have like different flags. They have like I forget the two flags, but one's like an Iceland flag. And then there's another flag for the Eurasia one versus the North American one, of of the tectonic. Plates. Yeah, yeah, not the con- yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah. Gotcha. That's kind of neat. Oh yeah, it was. That was a. I mean, I don't know. I thought that was really like nerdy and cool. Well, we're 12 minutes in. We haven't even sniffed. I know. So about, so let me even, let yeah. me share you this. So obviously, I wanted to be able. It's vacation to enjoy myself and drink. Right. Um, I was really nervous that I wouldn't find anything in the duty free. So on the way there, I was able to pick up a bottle of uh, Four Roses. Now, so it was just a regular single barrel, but for whatever reason, that single barrel was freaking delicious. It was yeah. awesome. Um, was only, it an international version or anything? Did it it was any different than what we get. It was a little different. So it was 700 milliliters, not 750 yeah, yeah, that's milliliters. Just the stand, that's standard. Um, and then the bottle looked just like the label was a teeny bit different. Yeah. And then I took a picture of the warehouse. I forget. Still a hundred proof and everything. Still a hundred proof. Okay. Yeah. It was just a different volume. Um, and then on the, and I drank that while we were there. And then on the way back, I hit the duty free as well. Oh. And that's where I found this Nikka whiskey or Nika whiskey from the barrel, which is a Japanese whiskey. And I just like Googled it on my phone real quick on Reddit and it came up and it, it apparently has a little bit of a cult following from what I was reading. It's yeah. a cool little bottle. Yeah. It almost reminds me of like like so, a medicine. Like a medicine bottle. Is yeah. what it reminds me of. It has like no neck well, and whatsoever. It's got, a, it's got an interesting like tin screw top too. Yeah, it does. It kind of does look like a whiskey or like a almost like even like a perfume bottle or yeah. something. Like some cologne maybe. Yeah. But it's in it does. It has that kind of look to it. And I guess it's hard to find like Japanese whiskey like at high proofs higher than fifty percent. Typically, I think they're bottled at like forty percent. They usually are. I think like an eighty proof or eighty-five proof yeah. or something. What? What's this? Uh, forty. This is fifty-one point four percent. Fifty-one point. Yeah, is what this is, and this is like a, a from the barrel. Um, I think you have some stuff on it. It is a blend. Yeah, of so whiskeys. It is. So uh, basically, what they did for this is they did a blend of Japanese single malts and Japanese grain whiskeys. Uh, no age statements are given. And then married in oak casks as opposed to being married in like a giant stainless steel vat. And then they're bottled at or near cask strength. Um, <clears throat> I did read on Reddit, which take that for what it's worth. Um, people say that this is about a nine to 10 year old bourbon before it's put into the barrel. Okay. And then you get that little bit of secondary aging in that, that barrel. What's the bottle size on this? This is 500 milliliters. So 500 milliliters. So that's even a weird. You know, yeah. That's kind of neat. Um, so, uh, that's kind of neat. Um, so I think this bottle is unavailable in the USA because 500 milliliter bottles are not, uh, allowed not in the US. They're not allowed, uh, in retail spirits. Like there's only certain bottle sizes that are allowed in retail spirits in the United States and 500 milliliters is not on that list. Um, <clears throat> so that's interesting. Um, so what did you what do you think you paid for this? I think I paid around like um, fifty to fifty five. It was in Icelandic Kronos <laughs> uh-huh. when I bought it, and you have to convert all that nonsense. So yeah. I, th- I think it was between fifty and and sixty. We'll say somewhere in that area. 
It was in the duty free, so it was tax free. Okay. Um, bought a bag of M and M's too. <laughs> so let's no, let's nose this. Oh, this has got a nice nose. It does. It's a buttery, um, almost like a toffee or a toffee is a good word. I feel like buttery caramel. I'm getting the grain too, which is interesting. Definitely getting some grain. Maybe I don't know if they use rice whiskey in this or not, but I feel like I'm getting something like that. It's a little lighter in collar, which um, collar. I know it's Appalachia, color. man. Color. I'm from Appalachia, but I learned. Yeah. Um, maybe some pear. I can get fruit. I don't know if I can pick out pear, but I could. I could say fruit. Well, there's just something like a crisp apple, crisp fruit, or crisp yeah. pear type of thing to me that I'm Agree. getting. It's like a light. Uh, fruit nose, not a not a heavy like dark fruit nose mm-hmm. to me. So that's why I said pear. I painted the duck blue because I've <laughs> never, never seen, seen a, a blue, blue duck. duck. <laughs> I would love to have a drink with Adam Sandler. Oh my god! Like so, if you could talk about like celebrities that you could have, you yeah, know, that'd be fun. That'd um, be fun. There was a funny thing where. Obviously, he lives in New York City, and he dressed he dresses just like a normal just like person, just like like he's going to the gym. Yeah, he wears to like play basketball. He wears like baggy gym shorts, yeah. and and he walked into some like very prestigious like New York restaurant, you know, and went to the hostess, and um, she was like, I'm, "I'm sorry, it's like an hour wait," and he was like, "That's okay," and he left. And someone ran up, and they were like, "Do you know who that was?" And she was like, "No," and they're like, "That was Adam Sandler," and so she made a Twitter post and like apologizing to him and was like, "Oh my god," and he replied to it and was like, "No worries, it's fine." <laughs> He's like, I don't expect special treatment. Yeah. And I'm like, he's just a nice guy. He seems like it. And so it's I read a post the other day about how he when he made his deal with Netflix, and he's done this all throughout his career, but even with Netflix, he made his I guess the reason, and this was before Netflix, but he the reason he made the Happy Madison uh production company mm-hmm. was so that he could produce his own movies and if you produce your own movies you get to hire who you want in the roles oh, so yeah. he gets to then hire all of his friends, friends. and keep yeah. them employed basically he, oh yeah because if you look at his movies it's They're a lot all, of the same yeah. people oh, Steve Buscemi's in like every yeah. one of them and like the, there's a there's a cast of guys that the like that are like B actors. Yes, yes. That are all in his movies. Yes. And and from what I was reading, I don't know how true this is, but from what I was reading, that was one of the benefits of him being able to create his own production company is that he can then use his production company for all of his movies and then because of that hire his friends for the roles. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. And so keeping them employed, you know, like, hey, I'm running low on some cash, man. Yeah. Can, can you write can you me throw a movie? me in a movie? Right. <laughs> Ah, sure thing. You know, but I mean, that's just kind of neat if you ask me. All right, um, I'm ready to take a drink. Go ahead. Sorry, yeah, I was like, yeah. I'm no, so no, ready to like no, take a drink too. of this. It's been 20 minutes almost. All right, one last nose, and I'm going in. What do you think so far? Um, I need another drink to tell you. So there was a lot of flavors that came out of that. There was. It was kind of a concentrated burst. Yes. But it's also the first thing I've had today. So Same. there was definitely a visceral reaction there just to the alcohol. Um, and I think all I've, I mean, with the exception of last week being in Oklahoma, the, all I've had to drink lately has been bourbon. Mm-hmm. I haven't had any rye, any wheat, whiskey, anything like that. Um, I've had wheat bourbons, but never wheat. Like I've just been with bourbon for yeah. the most part. So, so this is a little bit of a strange. Um, flavor profile that I'm not used to because it's not it's not bourbon. But it's, there was a lot going on there. It's a little sweet, but it's not um 
gosh, how do I say this? It doesn't have that like bourbon caramel sweet, if that makes sense. Yes, I agree completely. I smell the grain now. Like if you go back and smell it. Yeah, I was catching that before. That's same. I'm getting. I smell that. the grain yeah. now, and I think I smell some peat. That might be what I'm picking up on. Is a little there peatiness. Could be some peat, and it's it's very low, so I'm okay with it. Um, I think that's what that is. Is peat? It may be. There might be some peat to it. I don't know what they do for their single malts. They might have peat in their single malts in, in Japan. I have no idea. Um, I will say the finish to me turns turns caramelly, if that makes yeah. sense. Um, but on the when I first drank it, I get a little bit of oakiness. It's just kind of in the background. It's just just yeah. right. It's not overbearing. It's just right. Um, but yeah, you're right. There's a there's a definite sweetness there that's a little bit sweeter than, say, like a bourbon. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish it was a little more viscous, for sure. Yeah, it's a little thin, I would say. But it's not a bad thin. It's not like it just... Because it doesn't just die. The, the finish actually is strong for mm-hmm. being as thin as it is. And I feel like generally to have a finish like this in a, in a bourbon, it needs to be a little viscous, have a right. better mouthfeel. Yeah. Because it coats and then stays with you. But this one actually uh it actually is a pretty good finish for as thin as it feels on the tongue i would agree with that um so what i am going to do is just i'm going to put a touch of water in this too just see what happens if anything happens yeah because this is uh i keep getting more and more peat um the more i smell it now i don't get it i haven't been getting it on the palate but i've been definitely getting it on the nose but I, you're right. I, I'm getting Pete on the nose, and it's not—it's not an unwelcome Pete to me. It doesn't make me feel like a an Isla Scotch whiskey. That's for sure. Agree. It does not come off that way. I could handle this. Um, you think there's some like I'm I'm reading this Reddit thing, um, sherry. I feel like there might be some sherry in there. I'm picking up. I don't really. I don't. But I don't know what it said an oak cask. So if it's a sherry oak cask, then it's possible. Um, I think there's just so much, and that might be what the fruitiness is coming from. This guy even says a few drops of water helps to draw a lot more of the sweetness. More of the sweetness? Jeez, I don't know that I can handle much more sweetness. Yeah, yeah, you're pretty sweet already. Mm-hmm. Damn straight. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna do just a little touch of water. Little water. A little touch of waters. Well, yeah, that's that's like perfect. Oh, nice. Yeah, that was, that was like the best drop of water I think I've ever ever done. All right, here goes with a drop of water. The nose still the same. Still the same. Maybe a little mellower on the nose. Okay. There's a little more vanilla now. Hmm? Did you put any water in your No, I haven't. It, it's like vanilla came out with that one, and it still ooh, still finishes with a nice caramel. Caramel, caramel. Yeah, same. Potato, potato. I don't think anyone says potato. I know. Or tomato. <laughs> I'm like, where did that even come from? I don't know. Because I've never known anyone to say, can you get some tomatoes for me from the store? I So, hey, be careful. <sighs> that was the teeniest little, like... I don't know. I think you watered it down. That's why I use my cap. I pour it into my cap. I don't have a cap. Well, I was going to offer you my cap. Oh, well, it's too late now. 
I mean, I could always put a little more bourbon, or not bourbon. If I'm sorry, you would have told more. me you had some tasty Triscuit crackers. <laughs> oh, same movie, too. Wow. That's two Billy Madison uh, quotes in one one episode. I need to watch Billy Madison. I haven't seen that in forever. That is a good one. Um, does the water... I mean, It now. does make a little caramel come out. Were you not getting caramel before? Caramel? I, I was, but I feel like it was... I was really overloaded with, like, peat... Like a, like a sweetness, but a peatness. I know that sounds weird. <laughs> That's good. Um, no, I guess the peatness kind of went away, didn't it? Yeah. A little bit. For me. Um, and so this is a bottle, like, if you're in an international airport, I wouldn't be like, oh, you have to get it. But, but it looks enjoyable. really cool. It, it, yeah. It the would, bottle looks super cool. If you have a display of whiskey somewhere and, and you need something to, this definitely breaks up the monotony of all the regular bottles. Yeah. This is a cool bottle. It's short, squat, and square. Yeah. Hey. Hey, oh, there you go. Short. Alliteration. Short squat square. Squat and square. Um, but it is cool looking. And I think it would it would immediately draw someone's eye. Oh, yeah. And someone's going to ask you about it. Yeah. Just because of the look of it. And I love the Japanese writing on it. Yeah, that's cool. I think that's really cool, that's too. Cool. And, I mean, you got a 500 milliliter, which apparently is not available in the U.S. So yeah. that's so, so well, it's a cool thing to, to say. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no. A little uh, collectible, if you will. Maybe you shouldn't have opened it. Yeah. Dumbass. Just go back to Iceland. <laughs> <laughs> let's go get another one. Yeah, let's go get another one. Um, no, this is. I would. I would give this a recommend or a taste yeah. it or whatever. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But never. I'm like this isn't so good that I would go out of my way for it, like you just said. Right. But it's good enough that I would probably consider keeping a bottle. This is something too where I feel like you know you have your annual Halloween party that like if it was sitting out somewhere people would be like what is this yeah. can I try that. Yeah, it just it kind of draws your your attention. It is. Uh, speaking of Halloween party, what do you think of the place, man? It looks fantastic. Um, I love Halloween the like has once again thrown up in our house. <laughs> I don't know what it is about Halloween decor, but like the it's, scared cat, I love. And like there's a scared cat over yeah, there, like yeah. the arched back. <laughs> right. Um, it's just very like it reminds me of a kid and like the yeah. Disney Halloween stuff I would watch. That's what I think Halloween reminds everyone of is being a kid again. Yeah. Trick or treating or letting yourself just be different for a day if you want to. You know, live out a fantasy for an evening of like being a different type of person or character or just showing giving yourself the chance to show like your creativity with a with a costume or something. Yeah. Um I was thinking the other day about it was either twenty twenty or twenty twenty one. It was COVID. And so you and Trina were trying to be like nice people, so you just set like a candy bowl outside, uh, so you'd have to interact. And someone stole twenty twenty one. Someone stole the whole fucking. Bowl. We had COVID. That's <laughs> why we set it outside. We we did everything we could to not touch any pieces of it. We had the bag, you know, poured it into the bowl, yeah. and then set the bowl out. Yeah. And then someone stole the fucking bowl, and I have it on my ring. Like I I actually downloaded the recording of it, and the guy came up. Looks right into the ring camera, but you couldn't fucking tell. Like, yeah, that's how a lot of those are. Because it was nighttime, the the quality went away, mm-hmm. and so like you could see it, and it, there was decent detail. But and actually, for there being little to no lighting outside, because we use orange LEDs to for, for our mm-hmm. lights, for there being little to no lighting in that area, it actually caught a pretty good glimpse of the guy. But like, should have put it on next door like everyone does. Oh, screw that stuff. I mean, it was. A, I'm kidding. It was one of our good bowls, and it was early on too. And they stole the whole bowl of candy. I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. You know they broke the bowl too. No, was it was it metal. They oh, it was metal. Okay, it. <laughs> I figured it was a glass. If bowl. they broke it, then they got they got some powers that I, you know. Or they just th- 
Who knows? They, I just, it was so irritating because I caught it. My ring came on. I went and and I was always going to the door, looking yeah. through the glass as, and all of a sudden, like as soon as the ring went off, I got up, went to the door, and the bowl and everything was gone. So I, was, so I ran outside real quick, saw the guy get into a car like up the street a little bit, and then they drove off. I'm like, really? Dicks. That's your big heist? Right, right. Some candy. <laughs> Stealing some candy and yeah. robbing kids of some fucking candy. You know, like, grow up. It's Whatever. like taking candy from a... Oh, wait. That <laughs> just frustrates me, man. Like, come on. And just stupid stuff. I was talking to someone earlier today who said they were at, uh, what is it, Famous Footwear or Just for Feet? Which one's still in business? Oh, Famous I think Footwear. Famous Footwear. So they were going to Famous Footwear to get a pair of shoes for work. Mm-hmm. And as they were getting out of their car to walk in, someone was running out with like five boxes in their hands and then ran into a car that was waiting and then drove off real fast. And then when they went in, they're like, did someone just steal it? And they're like, yes. Yeah. Just like, like a, that shit's just happening. Like a all grab and go. Now. Yeah. It's just so frustrating. Like that's just well, where we're at now because there's no consequences anymore. Even if you get caught, you get released the same day nowadays. And then you know how they make up those lost like funds. The prices go up for our stuff that we yeah, buy. Exactly. You know. Now they bu- they buffer. They used to buffer in that into the cost, mm-hmm. but now it's happening so often. It's it is it's driving the costs up. Yeah. The, the prices up a little bit more. It's it's frustrating. But anyway, I'm not going to get into some political. Yeah. Bullshit. No, you're good. Um, yeah. So this is. I would say this is good. What would you? I mean. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not um, upset that I bought it by any means. It didn't. It wasn't like um, I'd be like. I don't expect you to be like, oh my god, can I have another pour of that? You know what I mean? Um, but I, w- I still think it's like good. I'm I'm happy that I bought it. I think it's going to look great in my collection. I could drink this for an evening. I think. Yeah, I could drink it for an I evening. Don't, I don't. I think it, it's going to grow on you. Like after yeah. like a second glass of it, it would really grow on you. This I took the bigger pour of the two yeah. glasses, and it's grown on me. Um, I added a little bit of water to it, but and the peatiness has come back now, so that that didn't go away. Especially if you're someone that likes, you know peatiness like that if you like um yeah. scotches and yeah i'm not i'm not mad about it at all this reminds me of a tame peated scotch yeah that's that's how i would describe this and like a scotch in like finished in a bourbon barrel or something maybe even well most scotches are are they most of them finished in bourbon? bourbon or sherry okay yeah i don't know shit about scotch that's so that's where a lot of our bourbon barrels go to scotland that and sherry barrels they all they'll, they'll go up there and they'll but the, the difference is, and that's why that's why scotches aren't super dark usually, mm-hmm. because most of the, the the barrel's been used by the bourbon, so most of the sugars in the and the you know the bourbon or the barrel has imparted its color yeah already yeah. on the bourbon. Then they get it, and so like you have a twenty year old scotch that's not as dark as a six year old bourbon. That's funny, and that's why. Um, and in addition to that. Their climate doesn't make it expand and contract like it does in Kentucky. They don't have quite the seasonal right. changes there that, yeah, that we have here. So it's it's a very temperate, like moderate climate that just stays humid and shitty all the time. They don't get a lot of evaporation. They don't get a lot of like absorption or mm-hmm. expansion into the wood, I should say, and absorption of the of the sugars from the wood like we do. Not that there's as much left to absorb and and you know take. But anyway, still, but, there's not as much of it happening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, so uh, this is a shorter episode. If you haven't paid attention yet, uh, that's I, I'm 
I missed out on bringing a Japanese uh, whiskey. We could have done two. That's okay. But that's all right. Short and sweets. We not can always, if we get one later on, I can always bring it back and we can compare the two. It may it may age a little, or you know what I mean? Open, open up. Open up, oxidize a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it may change. So Well, now that it's not a neck pour, like it's it's actually got some good surface area. Was there so, any neck pours at all? There's no <laughs> neck on it. <laughs> it, is a, it is a short, stubby neck. Yeah. Um, no, I, I know. It's just a saying, man. I know. It's just a saying. Lack of oxidation before it's been opened. <laughs> Um, but yeah, now that it, it's, it's not going to get any different amount of surface area now. So you're going to get, uh, some oxidation. Yeah. Is your fucking phone on ringer? Is it? It's never on ringer. Yeah, it is. It I must've been an accident. Like, I did too. On? Well, that's why I kept looking at it. I, I have it on silent. Home. You're fucking pulling a Tyler on me. So it must've been like in my pocket or something where yeah. it did it. Cause I, I I've hate been, it being on yeah. ringer. I don't like it either. Yeah. I never had my ringer on ever. Unless I'm like working around doing something around the house and I'm expecting a call. Or if I'm sometimes I have to take call with work, then I will. Well, usually if I do, what I'll do is I'll put an AirPod in. Yeah. And then it'll tell me when there's a call. But if I if I'm not doing that, then I'll flick the ringer on just for a second. But yeah. Anyway. All right, guys. Well, uh, thanks for joining in. This is a little, like I said, departure from our norm. This is Japanese whiskey. Listen in next week when we uh, actually we're doing a blends episode next week. Ooh. We're gonna do a straight from the barrel, a gold. Which I actually won in the OHLQ. Oh, I forgot about that. And that's uh, two golds you have then, right? I do have two golds now. We're not going to open the new one, but yeah, why would you? Yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, they're single barrels, but I I wouldn't open it right now. Yeah, right, right. I'm with you. I'm hip to your action. And then we're going to do a regular blends too. So perfect. Join in next week. Thanks a lot, guys. Thank you for joining us on yet another hunt for great bourbon. Please give us a five-star review anywhere you are listening. But if you can't, leave some constructive criticism in the review so that we can get better at improving our show. Good reviews help us bring better guests on for your listening pleasure, not mine. But until then, sit back, grab a pour, kick up your feet, and enjoy some bourbon.